you are listening to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin and I believe that anyone can cook. Since being diagnosed with endometriosis, I have been on a journey to find out what food makes me feel great. By cooking my meals from scratch, not only have I started feeling much better, I've also fallen in love with cooking completely. So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. Welcome to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv. Today we are talking about organic food. Is it worth the money? Organic is another stamp of general goodness that you see on many products in the supermarket and online. But there is sometimes a huge gap in price between the organic and non-organic produce. So is it worth the money to go organic for your body and for the planet? I'm going to look at that today. Let's first define organic in simple terms. Organic produce is food grown without the use of pesticides, fertilizers or any other synthetic additives. Organic meat comes from animals that have not routinely been given antibiotics or hormones. It seems like a no-brainer to go for the organic option. We don't want to consume vegetables, meat and animal products with lots of unnatural nasties in them. But that principle becomes harder to stand by when you look at the costs added up on your trip around the supermarket, or in my case virtually in my online shop. So let's have a closer look at whether it makes a difference that supports the price difference. Studies seem to show that in terms of nutritional value, there is little to no difference between organic and non-organic food. You get the same amount of vitamins, minerals and other nutrients, regardless of how the food has been grown and maintained. In terms of pesticide residue, you definitely find more of it on non-organic food, unsurprisingly, though this is usually a minuscule amount, especially when you rinse and peel your produce, and you should always rinse your produce regardless of what you buy. And it doesn't seem to be harmful to us. However, it might be affecting us slowly over time. We don't have enough knowledge on this yet, and some people would rather be safe than sorry if we find out 20 years from now that it actually had an impact on our health. On the flip side of this, we also don't know whether the natural pesticides used in organic farming is entirely safe, and it might also not be as efficient in combating harmful microbes found in nature that we also shouldn't be consuming. It's tough to make a decision here with so many uncertainties, and also, let's not forget, different opinions linked to financial interests one way or the other. It might seem like the biggest argument for choosing organic is not necessarily your own health, but the planet's. Synthetic pesticides and other substances used in conventional farming does affect the soil and nature where it is used and also accumulates in our water, another way for us to consume it. Also, when you look at the huge difference in price in organic and non-organic meat like chicken, there might be an indication perhaps that animals at organic-run farms are treated in a more humane way? Well, that was my guess anyway, but looking into this a bit, it might seem like that on the surface, but there are quite a lot of loopholes in organic farming regulations, so don't count on that being what you pay for. 
The conclusion might seem that there are other factors to consider when choosing your produce and meat for health, humane and environmental reasons. If you feel more comfortable buying organic and you can afford the higher prices, then definitely keep doing what you're doing. But for those who find it a strain cost-wise, it seems like thoroughly rinsing your vegetable and fruit will help get rid of any pesticides. And both nutritionally and environmentally, buying locally and in season whenever possible is probably as, if not more, important. As it is extremely hard to find any kind of information on where and how the animals we eat were farmed, the most responsible choice here is probably to eat less meat. And if you are lucky enough to have local farms where you can witness the treating of their animals, buy from there. What will you be buying going forward? What is your experience with organic food? Is there a difference in taste? Do you have any great tips to share on how and where to buy the healthiest, safest food? Post on Instagram and tag me at the From Scratch Body and use the hashtag the From Scratch Body so I don't miss it. Today we're going to do one of my favorite dinners, the dinner bowl with peanut sauce. Hi, I'm Lucy, a spiritual life coach. I'm Cheryl, a fitness and life coach. Welcome to our podcast, Find Your Happy. Are you sick of being stuck on the hamster wheel doing the same shit every day? Getting up, going to work, watching TV, going to bed. Do you feel like there's just got to be more to life? Well, we know there is. We have tried some crazy shit over the years, fads and trends, and looked for happiness in the wrong places with the wrong people. And we have discovered there is a better way. Every week we'll be discussing different ideas and techniques to help you live a happier, more purposeful life. So take the first step now, subscribe to the podcast and catch every episode. Look out for our mini-sos where we discuss the ridiculous things we've done over the years on our quest for happiness. Let us help you get your shit together and find your happy. The dinner bowl is definitely my favorite kind of dinner. Clean, simple ingredients that you can play around with to fit your tastes and a sauce that isn't going to make your meal less healthy. This dinner template will never get old. Presenting a bunch of ingredients you love in an appetizing way is just going to be a winner every time. This should be such an obvious recipe that we come back to all the time, but I find that many of us forget about the simple option of putting together a Buddha bowl style thing, which is usually describing a vegetarian version of this meal, or dinner bowl, with a mix of cooked and raw ingredients. So, I'm here to remind you. There are millions of possible combinations here, and I will list out some other ingredients at the end, But let me just share an example of my favorite dinner bowl and the simplest, tastiest, no-cook sauce ever. For Liv's dinner bowl for two people, you need two chicken breasts, a three-quarter cup of bulgur wheat, half a cucumber, one avocado, half a mango, one large or two small grated carrots, and a handful of coriander. For the peanut sauce, you need two tablespoons of peanut butter, 
one tablespoon of soy sauce, one tablespoon of honey, and half a cup or maybe a little bit more of water. This is what you do. You cook your chicken breasts on a piece of baking paper in the oven at about 170 degrees Celsius in a fan-assisted oven, a little bit more for a regular oven, and that's just over 370 degrees Fahrenheit, until cooked through, about 15 minutes. Chicken is cooked when it's not pink inside and the inside temperature is over 74 degrees Celsius. At the same time as you're cooking your chicken, cook your bulgur wheat. Check out my video on how to make perfect bulgur wheat in the Instant Pot on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the from scratch body. You can also cook the chicken with the bulgur wheat in the Instant Pot. Anyway, if you cook it in a pan, the process is very similar. Add a three quarter cup of rinsed bulgur in a pan with one and a half cups of water. That's exactly twice the amount of bulgur. And if you wish, a tiny bit of stock for extra taste. You cook it gently on low heat, covered for about 12 minutes and then let it rest, still covered. While you're waiting for your bulgur wheat and chicken breasts, cut up the cucumber, avocado and mango into chunks Grate your carrots and finely chop your coriander. To make the sauce, you simply put the peanut butter, soy sauce and honey in a bowl and mix them together with a fork and add in a tiny bit of water at a time. Just slowly add more water, simply mix it, mix it with your hand and don't give up. It looks a bit lumpy and weird at first, but with the perfect amount of water, it suddenly becomes a smooth, lovely, lovely sauce. When the bulgur is ready, divide it between two bowls. And when the chicken breasts have rested for a little while, you slice them up, place them in the bowls, then add the cucumber, carrot, avocado, and mango. Sprinkle some coriander over the top and drizzle on the sauce, ready to eat. It is so tasty, one of our house favorites. And there are so many things that you can do with this. You can pretty much do whatever you want, for the meat, you can do salmon, tuna, beef chunks, turkey. You can do like a poke bowl too and do some raw fish. You can also do tofu, which I often do with these, and that's delicious. For the raw ingredients, you can add, again, whatever you want. Some apple, pineapple, sweet corn, cabbage, red cabbage, lettuce, Chinese leaf lettuce, spinach, edamame beans, melon, broccoli, kale, honestly anything you like or have. You don't have to use bulgur wheat, of course, you can do white rice or brown rice or couscous or quinoa, or you can skip that part completely if you want a low-carb salad type meal. Over the top, you can sprinkle some sesame seeds, you can do parsley instead of coriander, you can do fresh or dried chili, and you can also squeeze some lemon or lime for freshness, that's lovely, especially if you're doing fish. Do you see what I mean by millions of possible combinations here? I'd love to see how your dinner bowl turned out. Did you follow my favorite recipe or did you do something completely different? Do you already have a favorite dinner bowl? Share your result with me on Instagram and tag the From Scratch Body and hashtag the From Scratch Body so I don't miss it. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember that you can always check out the recipe on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, if you want to have it in front of you when you're cooking. But be brave and make it your own too. 
Also, check out my Instagram at The From Scratch Body and my YouTube channel, The From Scratch Body, for lots of food inspiration that you can totally recreate yourself. Remember, cook from scratch and your body will thank you. See you next week.